This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Welcome in, folks. This Day in History here on lineupmedia.fm. Tony Hubert, Armand Kachigian with you. Brought to you by Amazon.com and, of course, Audible.com. Yes. Today, the events, the births, who kicked the bucket? The coffee date. Throughout the annals of time. On October 3rd, and perhaps a little of Armand's love life will make its what way love life? into that, the show. Yes. Say a prayer for this man. Yeah, it didn't go well today. He needs... I, I don't think. I he, liked her. I don't think she liked me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I got the kiss of death. I can, well, it was nice to meet you. And, and, and a handshake? Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank That's you. That's when you say... <laughs> We're never going to see each other again, <laughs> yeah, are we? Yeah. And she goes, no. I, I wish, you know, yeah, let's just get that out of the way. There's a commercial say, out there that does that. I hate your guts. Get, get the hell away from me. Yeah. No. She was good looking, too. Yeah. I a... wonder, I wish, you know, what I need is an evaluation sheet so I can at least hand it to her and say, why? You know, I'm not going to bother you. Just oh, you mark want a feedback I, sheet? Yeah. Just, how, how do I screw up? Your general sense of being, that might be a reply that you get a lot. Well, that that's helpful. Well, that's. You know. I think of some of the girls that are listening. Hey, it's just coffee, though, right? It was yeah. just coffee. Well, she had tea. She had tea. It still cost me six bucks. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to get reimbursed. All right. Hey, Bumble people. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, any major podcast outlet has us. And, of course, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash This Day in History podcast. And um, if you like what we do, please suggest that your friends follow us as well. We had a bumper week last week, Armand. the only place I'm liked. Thank you to everybody uh, for listening. We sincerely appreciate it. Yes, we did. And uh, also check out all the- I thought we'd be still damaged from that week you took off. No, 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 no. We recovered in resounding fashion uh, with downloads going up 200% over the previous week. So thank you. They thirst for our- Exchanges, yes, repartee. No, and sincerely, all kidding aside, insincerely, no, sincerely, oh. all kidding aside. Thank you to our listeners. It is very, very much appreciated because we enjoy doing this, and Armand yeah, and I enjoy are, arguing with each other because they're all I've got. It uh, it keeps us from arguing in the office, um, which they frown upon here at Lineup and <laughs> Human Relations Department is basically put this show as our timeout box together. Yeah. It's like the resolution uh, desk in grade school. Well, what can I say? I'm sexually frustrated. Yes. There's going to be problems. Yeah, there are going to be problems. <laughs> Hopefully they're not my problems. Yeah, I guess. There going to be certain psychoses. I'm starting to hear night voices. Oh, Armand. Oh, well, good luck to you on your adventures. I got another date. Adventures de amor. I got a date Friday and a date tomorrow. Very good. Well, so. just, hey. You aren't looking to bat 300. God, I mean, with You aren't looking to bat 300. I just one. Just one. Just one for one. 100. Yeah, one, one for 100. Yeah, Dave Winfield. Is he on this list today? Yes, he is. Well, he hit better than that. They were two seven. What was he? It's probably a career. He didn't really good, have good average, though. He wasn't an average yeah, guy. Some years. Some what? years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He had that one year. He had 340-something. He lost to a Mattingly oh. by, by 3 thousandths of a point or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get Great to Great ball him. player. Anyway, yeah, that comes up later in birthdays. 
All right, what are the events that shape the world we live in? Well, hell, you missed Philippi. What, what are you, crazy? I thought about Philippi, and I knew you'd bring them up. So? Act 4, scene 3. There is a tide in the fortunes of men, which, taken at the flood, leads on to fortune, omitted. the voyage of their li- All the voyage of their life is bound in shoals and in miseries. On such a full ocean are we now. Such a full ocean are we now. Yeah, we must take That's the- very nice. We must take the current yes. when it serves. When or, it serves. Or uh, lose or, our ventures. Or lose our ventures. Brutus. Wow. Did we get feedback on my soliloquy yesterday? Not yet. Not yet. But, you know, a lot of people. I'm sure li- they're thirsting for more. A lot of people, you know, listen in anyway, different that manners. that was Brutus. Act that 4, was Brutus. 3 at Philippi, where he actually saw Caesar's ghost, too. <sighs> Great what? Caesar's ghost. Yes, that's right. That, that's the guy. Uh, isn't that, uh, what's his name? Perry, what's his name from uh, Superman? Oh, Perry May, uh, not Perry Mason, Perry, Perry White. Perry White, I think his name is right? the editor at is the Daily Perry White? Planet. Perry White. I don't I mean, know that yeah. it is Perry White. Yeah, I think it is a Superman guy. Uh, but uh, what are the four Shakespeare plays with ghosts? Mm, well, Mac- one. Macbeth, yeah. Hamlet. Macbeth actually has two. So I got. I'm fifty percent. Yeah. Well, you, I just gave you Julius Caesar. Yeah, the Julius three. Caesar, Great Caesar's Ghost. So, so what the third? Would the fourth be? Come now. We <gasps> talked about him yesterday. It's not Othello. Who did we talk about yesterday? A lot of people. Have you already forgotten? Yes. Richard III. Oh, Richard III. Yes. Uh, okay. I was going to say uh, Henry V so I could say. No. no. Once That's more the last the act of a desperate man. I don't care if it's the first act of Henry V. Name that movie. That's not bad. Blazing Saddles, which oh, you hate, oh. but has, <laughs> continually has great lines that you laugh at. See what I'm dealing with here, folks? All right, 1283. Now, if you've ever wondered. Well, anyway, let's go into Philippi a little bit. We didn't talk about what happened. We know what happened. What happened? You tell me. He got philippied. It's a verb now. Brutus. Brutus. Actually, it was the triumvirate, which would have been Mark Antony, the second triumvirate, Mark Antony. Julius uh, Caesar. No, no. They're they're avenging Julius Caesar. Oh, that's right. He's already dead. He was the first triumvirate. This is Caesar. No, that's Caesar, Pompey, and uh, Crassus. The second triumvirate is Antony. What's uh, the difference between Crassus and Croesus? Croesus was a king of. Uh, what was he a king? Well, he's noted for his riches. Oh, yes. Crassus riches was too. Cre- Croesus. Yeah, ri- riches Crete, but it's, I think you spell that C R O E S U S. Okay. Whereas Crassus, we know, but is that the and uh, do we get the phrase he, crassness no, from him? No, I don't think so. Okay. No. Um, anyway, um, the second one. What, what were we? Mark Antony, Octavian, and Lepidus. Who stayed home while Antony and uh, Octavian fought? I uh, fought uh, wise the move. triumvirate. Wise move by Lepidus. Well, this is the first battle of Philippi, and and then Brutus actually won. He kicked uh, he kicked Octavian's ass. Let's know who did he fight? Yeah, he fought uh, Octavian and kicked his ass actually. And uh, apparently, you know, there's so much smoke and dust lifted up on this plane. Yeah. Cassius is watching from a mountain top okay. or a hill. And he doesn't know what the hell's going on. He thinks Brutus is getting killed, getting wiped out. Well, it certainly so he looks commits horrible. suicide. Oh, jeez. So wow. second battle. But actually, Octavian you know, leaves the field. But now here's the problem. Brutus's men were a little greedy. So you know, Victor belongs to spoils. Yes. So they start taking treasure and, and all yes. kinds of so whatever. You know, they're, uh, and they stayed on the field yeah, to do and, so? Yeah, and they allowed Octavian to get his shit together and get, you know, get his men you know, rallied. Hey, once so the, the field second of, battle of Philippi didn't go so well. Once the field is won, move on. Yes. Come on now. Move so, on. So who was the character that ran him through? Brutus? Man, I forgot who it is now. Yeah, I'm not going to come uh, up Strato. with it. Strato. 
Strato? Strato. Now, wait That is second. not the office for hold and my a sword. A man named Strato ran him straight Strato. through. S-T-R-A-T-O. Strato was gay. That's suspicious. Hold the sword and I'll run upon you. That is not the office for a friend, my lord. Uh-huh. Great movie. Watch the movie with okay. uh, Marlon Brando. I think Strato was uh, Carl oh, Edmund Purdom. Edmund Who? Pur- Edmund Purdom. Edmund Purdom. Was Strato, yeah. Michael Ancero was in, I think, too. And uh, oh, we were talking about Greer Garson last week. She yes, was, we did. I think she was Calpurnia. Oh, okay. Uh, no, wait a minute. She was Portia. Debbie Reynolds was Oh, Calpurnia. I love that name. I tried to name my daughter How Portia. How did Portia die? Swallowed uh, fire. Fire? Yeah, it took poison. Yeah. My wife goes, why well, you wouldn't name her after a car? I'm like, you. Uh, we're going to have to introduce a, your wife to uh, not a car. It's a Shakespearean character. It's spelled P-O-R. T-I-A, not P-O-R-S-C-H-E. Not well, it's a Roman name. Not you know. naming her for Ferdinand Portia. Good grief. Ferdinand Panzer. It's a beautiful name, Portia. Yes, it is. Viola. Remember the other? Dr. Panzer. Dr. Panzer. Remember <laughs> the one that wanted to use uh, Curly's head? <laughs> Dr. Panzer. It was Vernon Dent. It was great. Oh, the Stooges can always oh, make their man, way into anything, can't they? God bless. All right. Now may I? Uh, well, I think that's yeah. Okay, go ahead. Now, if you've ever wondered who the first noble person is that was executed by a hanging, and then by a drawing, and then by a quartering, I didn't know this. The honor goes to Daphid Op Gruthid. Let me say that again. <laughs> yes. Daphid Op. Yeah, this time, open your mouth. Op Gruthid, Prince of Gwynedd. I'm not sure that's how you pronounce it. I'm not that, sure yeah. either, and no one knows because it's Welsh. Yeah, well. Uh, English people don't even know. When they tell you you're going over in the Wales, they say, good luck. It's not, is it Gaelic? No, that's, is that Irish? What's Irish? No. Is it a Celtic language, you mean? Yeah, is it Cel- yeah what, what are they speaking? Well, I should know that. The, well, they speak Welsh, and Welsh is what they speak. And what's that Scrabble word you can use as a Welsh word, like oh, W-Y-M or something it's like got, that? It's got no vowel in it. Yeah, right. I think it's W-Y-M. It counts. It does. Learn your three-letter words. By the way, da- Daffid spelled D-A-F-Y-D-D, because the two Ds, you really need the two Ds. Ap, Gruffid, or Grufid, G-R-U-F-F-Y-D-D, yeah. again with the two Ds. We have to have, um, have, to have uh, Jack come in here and talk to us about that. Prince he's, of, he's an Irishman. Prince of Gwynedd, which I, I don't, I'm sure I'm not pronouncing Maybe that right. Gwynedd. I don't know, because. Uh, with also G-W-N-Y-N-E. DD again with the two D's. Good grief. Anyway, this Welsh guy. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about it. I was just going to bring up uh, How Green Was My Valley. There you go. And we're going to talk about Roddy McDowell. That's later. right. He's on the list today. Happy birthday is coming up. Uh, he's the first nobleman that's executed by this threesome hanging, <laughs> drawing, and quartering. Oof, they really must have disliked this guy. I don't know if it was because of his name or if he was Welsh or I what guess, the problem let was. Let me see. I'm looking at this. I don't know. It gives you some. Uh, Actually gives you some pronunciations here, but maybe you're right. Gruffin? Gwinnett? That's the only way I can think. Okay. I mean, you still got to make a vowel sound in these Welsh words at some point. Well, I'm trying to think of those names and how green was my valley, remember? What was uh, Maureen O'Hara? Uh, what, uh, what, was was the, what was the priest's name? Oh, Walter Pigeon? Yes. What was that character's name? Oh, God. I don't know. Man, I should not have seen that movie a hundred times. Uh, uh, that's, that's a, I'm trying a, to think of... John Ford Classic. And Herod was uh, Maureen O'Hara. Mm-hmm. And Herod. On Hudd. And uh, Donald Crisp, who won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, was uh, Gillum Morgan. Remember? 
Okay. That's a tough scene to watch where he gets the the mind caves in on him. That's dad. Right, even now. It's rough, man. Yeah, it's tough to watch Donald. But he won the Academy Award, so. Yeah. But you love Cole, so. Damn right I do. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Go in the mines. If they pay me, I'd do it. Go get the black lung. It's all fine. It it worked out for the Welsh. They they wear those respirators. Nobody gets Now they, not in 19, whatever they didn't. Well, you can get. You, you can work, work in a hot shop and get mercury poisoning yes, back you then can. or whatever. So, yes, yeah, you can. nothing working back then. No. Thank God for the labor unions. Oh, God, thank saving you. Saving countless lives. Thank you. That's, sar- that's sarcastic. I don't think so. I think no. there's an element of truth I in think what there you is. just Absolutely. said. Absolutely. Then. Now, what do we need them for now? Well, that's, that's a different my story. Question. All right. We so, need them as much as we need TARP, which is coming up today. So don't get me mad. Uh, I'm going to try not. I'm all right. Well, I might try. I'm, I can see you're on edge I'm because already, of this. Uh, 104 degrees. This yeah, date didn't go well. It's only coffee. Yeah, oh, that date. She literally pretty- swiped right on you in person, huh? Yeah. She she approached well, me, too. Well, she knew what a dick I was. Well, she's not. I a must fan. make a good first impression. She's, not, second listen- one she's that- not listening to this show. 1712. Yeah. The uh, arrest warrant for Rob Roy McGregor is issued by the Duke of Montrose. Rob Roy McGregor. Yeah, uh, as portrayed by Liam Neeson. That's a good sword fight, by the way, at the end of that. Between- Damn good Damn good movie. You wouldn't think. Who was it he, he fought? Uh, I don't remember, but it's. No, he fought uh, the guy in, uh, you know, Pulp Fiction and. Uh, oh, Harvey Keitel. No, no. Um, Jules. No, the guy that was a cop in Reservoir Dogs. Um, Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Yeah. Remember he sliced him in half? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Duke of, well, this is a, the Jacobites. This is one of the 52 Jacobite rebellions. They had you know. a lot of them. Yeah, they wanted James II back, or they're still pissed off about James getting kicked out by mm-hmm. William of Orange. So they they have the Jacobite uh, rebellion that the Scots tended to do. This one they lost too. Of course, uh, the big one was Culloden, 1745, which, by the way, was the last pitched battle on English soil. Wow. Yeah. So wow. anyway, there. Yeah, yeah, Duke of Montrose. Yep. Uh, 1789, the designation that Thanksgiving Day will be a U.S. holiday is made by George Washington. Okay. We got to probably go over well when Thanksgiving approaches. We'll go over some of the myths. Absolutely. Well, they did have popcorn. Interesting. Yes, they did. Interesting. They did have popcorn. A happy accident, or was this Indians? You know, they knew the Indians knew, right? They knew how to do it. Native Americans. Um, This I like this next one. This is kind of funny. This is great. I mean, and it's It's exactly funny. It's pathetic. It's exactly kind of what you'd expect if you know the guy, or if you know the history of the guy, right? Well, so there are several theories. Right, but go ahead. So a man is found in a gutter in Baltimore, and he's delirious, and he's found under mysterious circumstances. This is and the way I'm going to end up. It's the last time that this gentleman is ever going to be in be seen in public before his death. The gentleman in question, American author Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, uh, and he died a few days later in the hospital, just maundering and. Um, Nobody knew what the hell he's talking about. But apparently what, what they think happened was, now he's a drunk, so they're always thinking, you know, this could be inflammation of the brain. <laughs> yeah, which is, you know, a wet brain. Right. They had a lot of euphemisms for just a boozer. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think, and, and I, with some cre- uh, credibility, that this was cooping. Cooping? Yeah, in the good old days, uh, they, they'd get these bums or whatever they could find off the street. They're, they're like coop gangs. Like they're... Uh, do you mean of actual Coopers? Or? No, no. They, they, it was just called cooping, and they'd oh. grab you, and they'd say, hey, Hubert, we want you to go vote for 
Jay Hoffman. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they, yeah. And they beat the crap out of you if you didn't. They give you some booze, get you drunk, and you go vote for Jay. And then yes. when you leave, they grab you again, change your clothes. Send a, you back in. Put a phony beard on you, go vote for him again, and then get you back. Because he wasn't in his own clothes. There you so, go. So, yeah, that makes sense. shabbily dressed in his clothes. That, you know, where do you get these, you know? So that's what they think he was part of it. And then once they got done with him, he voted enough. I guess he just beat the crap out of him. How many times gutter. do you want a guy to vote? I guess as many I mean, times. Yeah. How many times can, can you pull a lever? Get him through there. Well, yeah, ask, uh, ask Kennedy. Well, where, in West Virginia or Illinois? Chicago, yeah. <laughs> Texas, too. Yeah. Lyndon Johnson saw to that, but, you know. Grief. And you, you, uh, you still don't think we should look into this fraud and, and voting, voter fraud. Didn't you say there's like 18 of them in the country or something? Cases? I, I just read, I just read their, they, they found, this is 2012, 3 million registered voters in two states or dead. 3 million. And that was in a trivia book. You know, had nothing to do with you know. politics. But did they vote? But that's a problem right there. Clean yeah. it up. Well, that's the and there is the problem. Like that I mean, New Hampshire. I, I bet you Trump would have won New Hampshire if they, they, people just walk in and said, "Yeah, I, I'm moving here." They didn't even need a license in New Hampshire. Like, yeah, I'm I'm a transient. I'll be I'll be moving here. And he, she only won by like thirty thousand votes. And there were like seventy thousand came in from uh, Massachusetts or wherever the hell they came in. So anyway doesn't matter now but i'm telling you these elections are being skewed and listen there's one thing you and i both agree on and this all this sanctity pure, of democracy yeah, well the, the sanctity of your vote yeah yeah otherwise it look it, then it becomes like counterfeit money well that's what i mean you quit trusting it and then you quit using it right so i, I don't have i don't object to looking into this russia thing although it's been a year now over a year but let's find something Try, uh, but team look, team Mueller is getting the shit lined sure. up well, they're making the payoffs and they're, you no know, they're not they they subpoenaed the facebook they they did the right thing they subpoenaed facebook who kept taking the money for these bullshit articles so they could use them as ads well, here again. That's true, Armand. I'm not, it's a I'm not, non-debatable, I'm not, and it can go either way. It can be right. bullshit either way, but at the end of the day, it was bullshit. Wait a minute. Before we start talking about your salary again and then start coming to blows, I'm just saying my point is, and I don't know, I, I don't know, it's hard to refute. Of course, it's hard to confirm. How much did this influence people? Well, that's always going to be subjective, but from yeah. my Facebook feed, it, it, influenced you, you're an idiot. It, it influenced people a lot, and I contend that a great deal of the American public Around ten to fifteen percent are utter imbeciles. I don't know. Now I don't think in this election it was so polarized. I mean, I don't think there was that that five percent. There were maybe look, you could look at it that way. Yeah, I mean, sure there's people could. that and, and I, now you made a good point. Some probably stayed home. That may have been. That's an influence too. But, see right. the non true the, the the voter who's not casting a ballot right as is, can be as impactful as the like, voter who was swayed by something. I told that's you guys, completely erroneous. I told you guys that if Jeb Bush ran as a Republican. Yes. I would not vote. Yes, you did. Flat out. Now, that'd be like voting for Hillary, maybe, but I'm not voting for Jeb Bush. Just well, it, not going to do it. The only way to look at it, Armand, it's one not in his column. Yeah, but it still counts against, you know, it hurts. It I mean, does not. not in, in this it, state, it doesn't It does hurt, not but, help. Right. But so. that's, but not because of something I saw on Facebook or, you know, I don't know. That's the question. Right. By the way, he got his ass kicked on Facebook once, so that's why he stays off, folks. Who's Jeb Bush? Oh, me? You. Twice. Yes, twice. <laughs> If you're going to be accurate about it. Okay, sorry. In 1863, uh, Lincoln comes up with the uh, last Thursday of November. So it's this Thanksgiving shit. Yeah, what is the, this? Well, apparently he decided to do it on the same day that Washington had made the declaration uh, back in 1789. So Lincoln decides on October the 3rd that Thanksgiving will be the uh, last Thursday 
of the month of right. November. Now, of course, FDR and his... Uh... <laughs> I prefer the last Thursday. I don't like the third... No, it's the fourth. The fourth. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, but that's Roosevelt's remedy for the depression. Let's yeah. move to the fourth so you have a couple more shopping days. That'll cure the, you know, that'll cure all the ills Whatever. of the depression. Let's back it up. FDR. Let's back it up. Everyone takes December off anyway. In this Put it in October cup. like they do in Canada. That's fine. What is the second Monday? Yeah, they, they're, theirs is coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I think theirs will be next week, in fact. Yeah. Uh, 1919. Now, we all know the first African-American ball player in the major leagues. Frank, uh, uh, Jackie no, Robinson. Fleet Walker. But Fleet Walker can also That's lay right. claim to that. But the first Latin player, that, I didn't honor, know this. that honor goes to Aldo, Aldolfo Luke? Luque. I'd say, yeah, he's lucky. So yeah. Luque, who was a Cincinnati Reds pitcher in 1919, and he did appear in the World Series in which the Reds would oh, the, win. the tainted World Series. Of course, it's tainted because of the Black so- Sox scandal. Um, you never really know. Would the Reds have won it anyway? Uh, uh, according to Kid Gleason, they were the greatest baseball team ever that 1919 white Sox. well that was their manager so yeah. i guess he's kind of well know. he's a little biased yeah uh and one more played by uh oh, john mahoney I think. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, 1942 i uh this is not this is news to me i think armand you probably knew this well, i always I assume, date, but i always assumed that the first object that reached space was russian and it was no no but technically the first object to reach space is the German V2A4 rocket, which was launched from a, a, a spot inside Germany during World War II yeah, on this date, October the, the 3rd. out of it, Pienamunda. Pienamunda, spelled P-E-E-N-E-M-U. Umlaut? No, not an umlaut. What is that? Diuresis. Diuresis. N-D-E. P-E-E. N E M U. But here again, I don't know. That's not a diuresis because N-D-E. it's not two vowels in a row. So I guess it is an umlaut, but. Is it pin imunda? P- I think it's pianamunda. Pianamunda? Yeah. Anyway. Not they, a very German sounding They word. saw those. They saw those. You know, that's where they saw those, uh, um, whatever the, those ramps like that they're firing the V1s off yes. of. And they said, what is this? What's this? this I think is, those are rockets. Let's is, bomb this them. This is weird. So this happens uh, in 42 on October the 3rd. It's the first man-made object that's going to reach space. Well, i got to look into this because I don't know if it crossed the Kármán line. That's what I wanted to ask you about. Well, if it crosses the Kármán line, would you recognize it? I think you have to, right? Yeah, Yeah. which is, I think, how does that go? Is that 100 kilometers? 100 kilometers, 62 point. V2 would make it. Miles. V2 went up. If you fire it straight up, no. I think it went up higher than that, and then it came back down. Just let it go, man. Yeah, just fire that. Light that candle. Okay. Well, Werner von Braun was aiming for the stars, but yes, he, he missed was. and hit London. Well, that's. I've been making some progress on that Operation Paperclip. Good. Book. Is it interesting? For yeah, you? it's pretty good. good. I, I, I'm sorry. I love Werner von Braun. I know he's a Nazi, but God bless, oh. he's our Nazi. <laughs> he, that's very practical. We got it. the good one, and no, we got to the moon. We don't get you to think of Trump that way. No, he's an idiot. Don't but, let him but fool he's you. Our idiot. He may look well, like an idiot. idiot. He may talk like an idiot. Don't let that fool you. Yeah, well, he really is an idiot. Yeah, like the like the uh, mayor of uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. What's her problem, idiot? Her problem's the Teamsters. They're not driving the trucks. Did you see that? Oh, it's awful. They have all those supplies sitting there. Yeah, so it's Trump's fault. All those supplies sitting there. Anyway, don't give me any of that either. No, we talked to someone from Puerto Rico the other day. Really, in the office. Yeah, I'd like to talk. Okay, good. Well, he's a host of co-host of Two Birds on a Bat. What did he say? Benji Molina. 
Oh, what did Benji say? He said it's the drivers. That's what I he read said, too. He goes, "This is evil. This is evil." Damn right. And by the way, two birds I on the back. I liked him. Fine baseball podcast centered on the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, How come I never get to talk to him. I don't know. He's around a lot. All you right. just you probably walk right past yeah, him. Yeah, I probably say. Um, and uh, and um, it's a hosted Benji Molina, Jim Cromer. Some tips on and uh, hitting the tee ball. Yeah, you know, put the ball on the cone and you hit the ball. That's well, that's actually address youth. the ball. That's hello ball. That's a youth baseball. Norton. That's youth baseball talk as All well. Right. Two well, great baseball shows, by the way, on lineupmedia.fm. Check them out. Two birds on a bat and youth baseball talk. Okay, who was born on this date? Uh, I got to get your quest. I got to get your opinion on this one. Nineteen hundred. Thomas Wolfe. I haven't read any novels, but I did look. I mean, the, the play "Look Homeward, Angel." Right. Not a bad play. Can yeah. you go home again? Uh, not according to Thomas Wolfe. Right. The Gant family. Not a bad. I've never been in that play, by the way. But I would. You know, if anybody's casting, you would like to. I'll take it. Take a yeah. shot at that one. You got yeah. a character in that play you'd like to play? I don't remember. They're all assholes. That's why. I'd, oh, I'd you'd be good. Yeah. Perfect. Not a not a real likable family. Uh, next guy. I don't know how you're going to feel about <laughs> this guy. I have a feeling though. He, he's uh, I a, hate him. But he's a novelist, know, he's kind of a, a screenwriter, a critic. Hatred. I remember him as a guest on the Dick Cavett show when I was a kid, and I had no clue what he was talking about. The one about. with uh, I think he's on Norman, Norman Mailer. Yeah, and that I mean, got contentious. I want to see him fight though. I want Mailer to break his nose. <laughs> but anyway, Gore Vidal, born on this date in 1925. Yeah, the interesting thing about Gore Vidal, besides him being kind of a you know communist, and, wasn't well, he a pretty privileged kid? Yeah, yeah, he came. Yeah, in fact, I think he and uh, Jackie Kennedy both had the same stepfather or something. Somehow. Oh, no kidding! He yeah. had a Bouvier connection, right? Okay. Right. Uh, her mother married like his stepfather after you know he got a divorce or mm-hmm. whatever. So they yeah they, they hung out quite a bit. All right. Uh, he says we're all bisexuals, so you know you, yeah. and, you and, I might end up with you on a coffee. No, date. but I, we're all bisexuals in the in the social manner. I don't think that's what he meant. What he meant well, in the purely yeah, sexual well, manner? Yeah, Gore was bi. You know. Well, I know that, but well, I, I, I don't say. know. He doesn't I, like. He didn't like to be called a homosexual. Well, he wasn't. He was truly but, bisexual. Yeah, and he says we all are. Anyway, uh, <sighs> did I tell the story about Ben Hur? Ben Hur, the 1959 version. By the way, I watched the the old version, the Ben Hur: Tale of the Christ, last night on TCM. Yeah, what Man, year was that one from? 25. 25. That was the movie that almost broke MGM. It was it was the most expensive silent movie ever made. Wow. And it made $9 million. That's which, a lot. That was a ton back then, but it, that was just enough to get because they had to split it with another studio. So uh. they got they got their money back basically. But then they re-released it in 31. But I'll tell you what, man, that uh, that sea battle in that movie, amazing. What they, and the chariot race. What they pulled off in the early days of Hollywood. A couple guys Holly- died in that sea yeah, battle. Yeah, I can, well, what they pulled off in the early days of Hollywood when you think about, it's all in camera, any special effect. Oh, yeah. It's all perspective. Oh, full-size ships, the whole distortion deal. of perspective. Um, I think that's on YouTube. But, they, you know, if you've ever toured a studio lot in L.A. and you kind of go, well, go back to the 1920s and take away all the surrounding stuff. You realize they had some room to play. You know, Warner Brothers yeah, they filmed that. They filmed the Chariot Race on, uh, which is now where is now uh, La Cienega and uh, Ventura Boulevard. No, you're uh, kidding. La Cienega and uh, what's the one that goes? It's parallel to Pico. Goes all the way to the coast. Topeka Canyon. Well, Topeka the Boulevard. Oh, jeez, it goes all the, the way Ventura? to the coast. Yeah. Well, Mulholland goes all the way to no, the coast, but no. that's not it. East-West. Uh, anyway, right in that area, Lawson, which is now. Does Burbank go all the way to the coast? 
No, there's a you know Benihanas and all that stuff on Las Right, Syria. they had room though. Yeah, well, that's a little town. It wasn't a big city, you know. I mean, and you had to go a couple miles just to get up to Van Nuys, which was its kind of own little yeah. town. So yeah, so anyway, that's where they filmed it. And uh, anyway, so it, it got twelve nominations. It won Jeez. eleven, which is still the record. It's tied, right? The only nomination. How does this have to do with Gore Vidal? Well, I'm getting to that. Okay, thank you. This is the 1959 version. Okay. The 12th one was for original screenplay. Well, adapted screenplay, obviously, because we know Lou Wallace, the general, wrote this wrote the book. So Gore Vidal doesn't get uh, credit. If you watch, I think it's a guy named Tunberg or Tunberg, Ken Tunberg or something like that. Did I write it down? Oh, Carl Tunberg. Uh, he gets screen, screenwriting credit. Well, Gore Vidal did a lot of the writing, and he um, he contested it because he didn't get a, he didn't get a yeah he didn't get a credit. Oh, and. It basically, the, the the draft Gore Vidal wrote, Masala and Ben Hur were. Oh, yeah. doctor! He went to the to extent of telling Stephen Boyd, you know, play this like you know, you guys were broke back mountain, you know, broke yeah. back chariot, broke back, yeah, broke back Masada, and uh, so he did. But don't tell Clark Charlton Heston, and they didn't tell him that. He didn't play the scene that way. Because they knew. Don't my, tell Charlton. Yeah, my cold dead hand. So anyway, well, he'd be uh, removing something else yeah, from Truck's cold yeah, dead hand. Take my. Okay, I don't want to say <laughs> it. So I take your dick from my cold dead hand. Anyway, because so, Chuck would have died if that. Yeah, if don't, he realized you don't tell what Chuck was that. Going on. Yeah, I don't think he won the Academy Award. So anyway, but Gore Vidal wrote all the a lot of it, and then they had this big uh, tohu bohu about who gets credit. A what? Tohu bohu. What's a tohu bohu? Uh, a kerfuffle? Yeah, right. A oh, Donnybrook. Okay. A Donnybrook. Uh, a melee. Uh, um, anyway. I've never heard that expression. Yeah, That's look a good it up. Tohu. Tohu bohu. Bohu. And uh, so, anyway, he, he doesn't get credit. They were going to take it to the Writers Guild. Well, the producer, Bronstein, uh, dies in the middle of all this. So he couldn't really, because he's the guy that kind of knew how much, because there's a certain percentage. The Guild will look and say, how much did you write? How much did the other guy write? Well, the guy that really was kind of the arbiter of that died. So Gore Vidal does not get a credit. It does not win. They said, we're not going to give it to Tunberg. So it doesn't, or it would have won 12 for sure. Yeah. Wow. So that's how, you know, that's the story of Ben Hur. It's a good winning, story, man. Not winning 12 Academy Awards. 1931, happy birthday. Oh, wait a minute, we got to say, he banged Aeneas Nin, the, the diarist. Uh, also uh, was uh, engaged to uh, Joanne Woodward. You're kidding. Yeah. I think it was godfather to their daughters. Did Paul well, know about uh-huh. this? Well, Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward's, yeah, he's godfather to their daughters, because they're you know they're all socialists, so it's all in the family. And uh, anyway, Norman Mailer should have kicked his ass. William Buckley should have kicked his ass. But they're all on YouTube. Look them up. No, they are. They're fun. They're good. They're good to watch. The, the one I where think Ca- Norman the, Mailer actually says, "I'm going to break your nose." The one where Cavett picks up his chair and yeah, moves it, right? <laughs> yeah. But then I think Norman Mailer called him a fag or something, right? Oh, to his face. God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He. He didn't put up with any crap. Well, That's Norman, right. I think it was after he stabbed his I don't wife. Think Norman suffered fools at all. <laughs> Not that Gore Vidal is a fool, but really, yeah. no. he didn't suffer LGBTs apparently either. No. And then I got uh, you got a couple of them you missed here. Uh, Leo McCary, eighteen ninety eight. I don't know how you missed him. Happy birthday, Leo. Well, Sorry, do you know I missed who he you. Is? No, he directed Duck Soup. Oh, well, 
I'm definitely Groucho said he was the only good director we ever had. Really? Yeah, because when they did A Night at the Opera, they had Sam Wood, remember? And he goes... uh, They kind of just ran all over him, I bet. Oh, yeah. You can tell in the movie. Even the way the movie's pieced together, you you can tell. You direct the Marx Brothers. Right. So anyway, uh, but Sam Wood is a famous exchange. But Duck Soup has some amazing directorial moves in it. Well, that's Leo McCary. Where the camera sets up the humor. And and apparently he added the comedy, too. It just doesn't rely on the brothers to set up the humor. You know, like that scene where um, they open the door and Chico is standing there and Harpo's standing oh, yeah, there. His back turned. But Harpo's got his back turned. Hello, to boss. <laughs> the little stuff like that yeah. is, you know. Shadow day. And, uh, but anyway, oh, the, the famous quote from Night at the Opera was because Sam Wood directed that and he was kind of the, you know, kind of a workmanlike yeah. director. Uh, he says to him, he goes, you can't, you can't make an actor to Groucho. He goes, you can't make an actor out of stone. And Groucho goes, yeah, and you can't make a director out of wood. Beautiful. It's good. So anyway. He's so he, damn quick. He won two Academy Awards. Wood uh, did? Yeah. Okay. No, no, not Wood. Oh. McCary. Oh, McCary. He won for uh, The Awful Truth, hmm. and which he didn't think was one of his better efforts. In fact, he goes, thanks for this, but you gave it to me for the wrong movie. Yeah. And then uh, – the other one was being Crosby, of course, going my way. Going my way. He okay. won three for that one. Best picture. Screen. Screenplay and director. So that was yep. the first time that happened. Uh, well, that is a trifecta for the he, off-screen folk. He directed Laurel. He was actually the guy, the first guy to pair Laurel and Hardy hmm. uh, for their science. He directed a couple of their movies, shorts. He directed Mae West in uh, Bell of the 90s, I think. He directed uh, W.C. Fields. Oh, wow. Was it International House or Six of a Kind, I think. He directed that. Uh, so he did all these big-time comedians, but he was, man, Leo McCary was one hell of a... And apparently he was a real good-looking guy. Oh, no they said he was even better-looking Cary Grant. Oh, my. Better so, than Archibald Leach, huh? Archie Leach, yeah. Oh. So anyway, Leo McCary. Uh, who else have I got? Oh, I've got... Uh, where, where are you? Uh, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm at 1931 and holding. Yeah, I'm already at 1919. James yes. M. Buchanan, one of my favorite economists. Oh, Nobel that. Prize winner. Member of the Mount Pelerin Society. Okay. Austrian economist. Uh-huh. Is this the Austrian school at its finest here with Buchanan? Uh, he's not as quite in the league of Murray Rothbard and uh, Ludwig von Mises, but he's up there. I love this quote, though. Economics is a study of a whole system of exchange relationships. Yes. Politics is a study of the whole, um, is a whole uh, system of coercive or potentially coercive relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. I will vote for your program, your bill, but you have got to throw support behind mine. Or it, it's all coercion. Yeah. I think we all or understand. Or pay your this. taxes, or else. And that too. Yeah. Well, that's, that's they're coercing you know you and me. Not but how, I mean, have you ever imagined how you would make it in the United States House or Senate? Me? Yeah. No, because I'd, for, I'd be like a, if you're a junior, if you're a junior, I'd be caning people. If you're a junior congressman, the first thing that they come at you with is the, here comes the whip, and and you know they're gonna they're gonna basically tell you you want to get reelected, start voting. All right. Well, uh, that's why it's a swamp and it needs to be cleaned. We need term limits. Let's put it that way. I don't think anyone argues that yeah, point. We'll never get them. Uh, all right. Now, 1931. Yeah. Great hockey goalie, St. Louis Blues goalie as well. Introduced the face mask. Well, that's what I thought. Glenn yeah. Hall. Who's the guy who used to wear a top hat or derby or something? Oh, Remember know. that? Terry Sawchuk? No. Some old timer. Remember they have pictures of him? He's wearing oh, that's a great. derby, a goaltender. I want to say he played for the Bruins, but that, that may not be right. It's got to be on Google. 1941, Chubby Checker is born. What's his real name? Chubby? 
Starts with an A. Uh, AA something? Chubby Checker. Man. You didn't Come look on. it up? It's beautiful. Yeah. Now, I think that was the only song to uh, hit number one twice. The Twist? Yeah. I think I hit number one and then it backed off and then it hit number one again. again. That used to be. Now, I don't know Come if that, on, that's, baby, an old, that's an old trivia question. I mean, you all know the song. And let's twist again. I'm not going to play it. Yeah, you don't have your computer, thank God. 1949, Lindsey Buckingham born. One of the great guitarists. I think underrated guitarist of the Oh, yeah. He did, uh, didn't he? Fleetwood Mac, baby. Oh, really? Yeah, he He and Stevie Nicks. What a pairing. Good grief. He did the music for, um, didn't he do the music for that uh, Chevy Chase movie? Uh, National Lampoon's Vacation? Holiday Road? Isn't that Lindsey Buckingham? Boy. If I that is, so. I don't know that. I'm pretty sure. I like the song, though. I think yeah. it's a great piece of music. I think it's Buckingham. a good piece of movie music, too. Well, I think it's him. It kind of sounds like him now that you say it. Well, Kenny Loggins had that market locked down back in the early 80s, mid-80s. Well, he did Caddyshack, didn't he? He did everything. Caddyshack? He did everything. At Ernest Evans. I knew it was Ernest Evans. Chubby Checker, Ernest Evans. 1951, happy birthday, Dave Winfield. Yeah, what an athlete, man. A lot of people forget he was with the San Diego Padres before the Yankees. Well, I think they're the ones who retired his number, I right? did. 31, um, I, mean, I was just in that park the other day. Um, nice park. We were there for a U2 concert, there. and I was looking around at the... Are they pissed they lost their football team? Um, We're not. I don't think so. Honestly, San Diego's so darn beautiful, and there's so much to do that I don't really think they're going to... Well, it used to be Jack... Jack Jack Murphy. Murphy Stadium, it was San yeah. Diego Stadium, then Jack Murphy Stadium. Yeah. Then I think it's been this Qualcomm for quite some time. I don't even know what Qualcomm is. They've had Super Bowls there though, and uh, you know, and uh, as a stadium goes, uh, yeah, it's past its prime. Big concrete well, thing. Need to fill it up now. But uh, sight lines were good. I'll tell you that. I saw the Cardinals play there. You did? Yeah, two thousand four. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, let's see here. Al Sharpton. 1954. Oh, yeah. I love this guy. What a racket. I yeah, just, I know. What I, a racket. I got to give him credit for that. He's a I genius. Mean, he, he figured out a way. <laughs> what a Where way there's a will, live. there's yeah. a way. Yeah. There's mm, mm. 1954. Stevie Ray Vaughn. Um, gone way too early. Yeah, what, what killed him? Helicopter. Oh, um, okay. Fred Couples. Oh, uh, did you want to mention Tom Petty? I will in the death that? section. Oh, and right. We're going to end the show with Tom. Uh, um. Stevie Ray Vaughan, yeah. 1959, Fred Couples, the American golfer. Uh, also, Greg Proops, same day, American comedian. If you've ever watched the show Whose Line Is It Anyway? The British version with Clive Anderson as oh, the yeah, host. Oh, yeah, yeah. Proops is yeah, he's uh, pretty funny. one of the mainstays of that show, which is probably 20-plus years still old. Uh, I don't know that anyone still airs it. I used to watch it. Um, I forget how it – I think it was on Comedy Central yeah. during the middle of the day. Back okay. when I was in college, we'd turn it on. They had a couple good comedians who were yeah, that's funny. younger. Clive Anderson was a pretty good host. We ran into him once in London. He's a tall guy. My friend wouldn't shake hands with him. Uh, he, he was on, uh, wasn't he on? Uh, yeah, he's been on Ted, a couple American Ted, uh, sitcoms that have been pretty good, too. Big, tall, lanky fellow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, Tommy Lee of Motley Crue. Oh, I've seen his video. Have you now? Ain't that nice. Yeah. That was, that was a nice that technique, was, I have to was, admit. Pamela, that was, man. That was something. She's good. 19, uh, I like Tommy Lee. I think he's probably So when they get that figured out as a computer, I'm going to have, I'll be in that boat. You'll be in the boat. I'm going to be in the boat with Pamela Anderson. Yep. 1964, Clive Owen, one of the great dickish actors, I think, of the modern generation. Underplayed. You ever seen the croupier? 
Croupier? Uh, I don't think so. There's a it's film. Not bad. He and Julia Roberts are in one where they're both corporate espionage people, hmm. and it's fascinating. Um, How about the one where the there's no kids left? You know, the last kid, the, the uh, gal's pregnant. Remember children that one? of Men. Yeah, that one. Yeah, he was in that, Apocalyptic right? sort of. Yeah, not bad. And that was, that was a good movie. That was yeah. a good movie. He finds the last pregnant, pregnant woman right, on the right. face of the earth. Uh, 1969, Gwen Stefani. I loved her in No Doubt. I don't know what's going on since Now, she then. was in uh, The Aviator, wasn't she? Did she play Jean Harlow? Jean Harlow. Yeah. Yeah. I want to thank Mr. Hughes for this opportunity. Yeah. Thank you. Take off your dress. And uh, I was watching The Public Enemy last night. She was that was one of her biggies. And uh, yeah, she was a good Jean Harlow though. She looked platinum blonde. And uh, 1973, uh, Cersei Lannister of Game of Thrones, oh. better known as Lena Hetty. Okay. Who does the incredible Walk of Shame that you should go watch as soon as the show's over? Mm-hmm. All right. We're talking about a real Walk of Shame. Is it free? Yes. Okay. All right, back. I, got, I got stuck for six bucks on a coffee date. I, I'm hurting. Well, you went to Starbucks. That's yeah. why. No, I went to hey local. Oh, okay, good for you. Way grounds. to support your local merchants. Yeah. Thank you, Armand. That's, That's what I was saying. I was telling Andrew we were Saturday. You know, they got that local thing. With yeah, all, the Goshen Market. Yeah, down here. Yeah. I, eat lo- I go local too. I went to Wal- I went to Walgreens. Got some peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the local Walgreens. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure the cashews were locally They're sourced from nice. the cashew farms of, nice. of the Illinois Plains. Yeah, I don't want that. All right. I want, I want pesticides on my hormesis, remember? Yes. On my apples oozing pesticides. Armand, who was the world's third nuclear superpower? England, of course. Yes, the United Kingdom became the... Uh, the uh, third superpower uh, in the world to Let's have... Say, a, France was fourth. To have a China nuclear weapon. Fifth. That then happened India, on then Pakistan. October 3rd, 1952. They successfully tested theirs. Uh, 1985, the Space Shuttle Atlantis makes its first flight on STS Mission 51-J. All right, well, you know how I feel about this. Nah, I'm NASA. Worthless. I'm bitterly disappointed in NASA. I'll never forgive them. I wanted to be the line be of crap we were sold as kids in seventies yeah. that has never materialized, and now we have to look to Elon Musk to make these childhood dreams come true. He's what did he say? Now he says he's going to be there by. Well, he sent. He wants to up. send the supply ships yeah, in two 20, years, twenty twenty something like that. Yeah. Two years to send. So yeah, I'm going to say let's call it 2018 already, since we're in the fourth quarter of this year. Yeah, and uh, he wants to go two years. So let's call it 2020. Uh, he sends supply ships for two years, and then he sends men. Well, Tesla's not having a good day. It's, they didn't something went, not good with their earnings or something. Really? Yep. No. But we'll just subsidize them. Uh, every, I, I heard you know. Speaking of, I heard a thing by GM uh, article today saying they're 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 converting. Well, that, was that nutcase? Oh, by the way, Gore they're, Vidal didn't he run against uh, Jerry Brown? I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I can't pass up the chance to run against a space cadet. <laughs> it's a good quoting line. Gore Vidal. It's a good line. Yeah. Uh, the uh, German reunification, uh, well, the old GDR ceases to exist on October the 3rd. Its territory on this date becomes yeah. part of the Federal Republic of Germany. They make one hell of a soccer team. Yeah, and they, oh boy, have they dominated. <laughs> good grief, are they, they were doing so bad before. East German citizens become part of the European Union on this date, or European community, which would then become the European Union. And now October 3rd in uh, Deutschland is celebrated as 
Deutschland. See now, sing the anthem like Unity the, Day. If you want to, if you want to do a Mel Brooks movie, do uh, the producers where he's singing that Deutschland over Alice yeah. or Springtime for Hitler. No, Deutschland über Alice. Remember you shooting at him? <laughs> Something is wrong here. You're not dying here. That guy just died not too long Did ago. Did he? Yeah, he just died last year, I think. Uh, 19, Pretty funny. 1993, if you've ever seen or read Black Hawk Down. The, I have read it. Yeah. The book by Mark. Good book. The book by Mark Bowden, uh, by the way, who is a Webster Groves, Missouri uh, uh, native. And uh, he has written p- such books as Killing Pablo, uh, Black Hawk Down, Black Hawk, Guest of the Ayatollah. I highly recommend all these books. You can find them at Amazon through our website. Well, why don't we have them as a guest? The, I would Rose. like to. I would like to. I have to I have to look them up. And, and if his child has allergies, he can be on the other show, yeah, too. Yeah, I'd like to look him up and see where uh, if he's uh, if he's still living near us. He may not be, but anyway, he always comes back. You get him and Benji Molina together. This, uh, this day in podcasthistory.com, click on the Amazon or Audible banner and check out Black Hawk Down, Guest of the Ayatollah. Or watch or, the movie. Or Killing Pablo. The movie was good. I will it give him. It was good. It was long, but good. Uh, but this is the day that the firefight occurs in that failed attempt to capture the uh, the warlords in Mogadishu, Somalia. Eighteen American soldiers yeah. would perish. Over three hundred and fifty Somalis. Hell of a firefight. Were killed. It was a amazing firefight. Now to the event of the day. Wait a minute. What happened to this? Is the last one. Okay. Yeah, but I'm. Go ahead. Well, no, mine's in 2008. So. What do you have in 2008? What do you think? Tarp. Yeah. Well, I don't. Man, this doesn't piss me off as much as Tarp does. Well, it's, it's I remember exactly where I was on this day. I was in my culturally office. Culturally significant. I had a foot in my face when this came. When on this over came the, in, over I was radio. in Italy when this came in. That's a good place to be. And I was like, I'm glad I'm in Italy. What are right those now. shoes that he wore? Bruno Mali's. I, I read that there were only like 299 pairs That's of those correct. made. Okay. And only so many. That. And only so many were shipped to the United States. And only so many had that heel, and only oh. so many were sold, and only only, only so many were soaked in blood, and only so uh, many were ever captured on the sideline of an NFL game worn by a sideline reporter who would be charged with murder. On this date in 1995, O.J. Simpson is only acquitted. So many ran through a ran through and flew in a in an airport. He's acquitted of the murder of Nicole Brown Simpson. Which I and think is a very just verdict. Ronald Goldman, um, maybe the most ridiculous verdict ever. The cheering, remember all that? Justice has been done. Justice is served. Yeah. That poor lady, man. That Mar- poor guy. Marsha Clark uh, deserved better. Uh, Chris Darden, I have mixed feelings about. I don't know. Apparently, I don't know. You, you talk to these guys; everybody screwed up so bad. Well, he went for the he went for the knockout punch, and uh, it backfired on what him. What should he gone? Murder two or something? No, with the glove. Never. Oh, never. Try something in open court where you don't know the absolute result of. Okay. Come on now. I don't remember. This is elementary. I should have read that book, but I was so pissed off. I don't, you, I don't watch watch the documentaries. It, oh yeah, a, there's like an eight hour one. It's isn't amazing. It? I don't want to go through all that. I mean, his D and I know the Los Angeles police in part. Yes. Messed this up. I know. And I know the defense got presented with the all time great witness to just crush on the stand. Who? And, uh, what's his name? And, uh, that crazy boy. Yeah, he lives up in Idaho now. Does he? Yeah. What's his name? God, we've already forgotten him. Cato Caitlin or something? No, no, no. Cato Cato's Cato Caitlin, right? No, it's the officer who who Oh uh Furman? Furman. Mark, Mark Furman. Furman. Okay. Yeah. I like Cato Caitlin, that guy. Right? America's house guest. <laughs> I, I, I can sympathize. I thought it with was him. an I thought it was an earthquake. <laughs> Cato Caitlin. 
Oh, you're a beauty. Uh, he's, but he's he personifies California, doesn't he, man? Uh, well, he's perfect. Yes. No, to everyone, everyone there. from the South and the Midwest, when they think of California, they think of a dude like Cato. And they're not far off. They th- well, yes, they are. Oh, bull. Those dudes are a dumb. Listen, you're those the dudes same are guy. pretty rare out yeah, there. Yeah, right. They you, are. You know it. Your view of the Midwest is like Ozark, the rednecks in that. No, no, it's not. No. Well, no. my view of the Ozarks is like that. Okay, but. well. Or Alabama, you but know. But not every Californian male is Jeff Spicoli or Cato Kalin. I don't know. Come on. They're not now. John von Neumann either. No, they're not. That, no. Enrico Fermi. There's lots of scientists out there. Come on now. Yeah, but they move there. They're not from eh, there. Maybe they move there. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, I, Caltech's a great, great. Now school. OJ is free again. Yeah, well, he's He was free during the rheumatoids middle of the night in Las Vegas. He's pretty rachitic. Before the shootings of, uh, yeah. you this think the weekend? guy would lay low or lie low, but uh, <laughs> still, still being, uh, still drumming up trouble. He's not right. Yeah. Uh, still boy. being mischievous. He's uh, okay. Whatever. It, it just this was one of to me. It's one of the. How come he couldn't go to that country concert yesterday? It's one of the events that showed just how divided America was. Because when you oh, see man, the reaction okay. of who minority- the hell could. You, you see the reaction of minority populations to the verdict, and when you see the reaction of the of white America to the verdict, they are diametrically opposed. They completely saw this case in two different ways. Um, I had a lawyer buddy. We had and, a big and, fight and, over it. And one of the one of the jurors even basically said, "This is payback." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for doing right. your 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 civic, civic duty. Right. Right. Vigilanteism. You should have been in Death Wish. Jesus. Well, that's what you get. Good-looking white woman marrying a black movie star. You deserve it. Yeah, they were not sympathetic to... All right, well, here's another tragedy. 2008 TARP. TARP. Thank you, George Bush and Hank Paulson. Want to explain that uh, acronym? Uh, Troubled Asset uh, Relief. Relief. Uh, What's the P? Protection or... Troubled Asset Relief. Is it protection? What else could it be? Anyway, yeah, these weren't. But most of the money didn't go to troubled assets. By the way, went these banks that didn't even need it. Well, some banks they couldn't turn it some down. Some banks, you know, didn't want it. Yeah, Lehman Brothers needed it. They didn't get it. And uh, Bear Stearns and uh, oh god, Washington Waymo, Washington Mutual. Anyway, Boondoggle and Bush blew it. And I think McCain lost his election by he comes back from the you know from his campaign and he votes for this stupid thing. Which he lost me right there. I, I think I two things. Already, I, I think TARP was a. Uh, I think it was a bad. I think it was a bad it, program. Trouble. I think it was a bad deal for McCain. Bad, but I, I think he lost a lot in the middle with Palin. I don't know about that. You come. You come. I do. <laughs> I certainly do. You can't have a vice presidential candidate you keep off of network TV for weeks at an end while you're trying to prep her. Come on. What do you, you you know better than that, Armand? Yeah, she's good looking. That's all. Yeah, I know. she gave a bunch of old Republicans a stiffy. Congrats, Damn right, baby. Did you, see a porn, did you see a porn movie? That gal looked just like her. No, nailing. Except Palin. for the, is that what it's called? I think it's called that. Whatever it was, I think I that's liked already her. either urban legend or no. I've never seen it. I just know the <laughs> well, title. You should. No, I'm fine. All right. What else happened? Yeah, those are the events. relief program. Yeah, troubled asset relief program. I really can't. I, I, what happened to moral hazard? And and now of all things, these big banks, 
you know, that were supposed to be regulated and punished and uh, chastened, they, they own more assets now than they ever have, thank God, because I got Bank of America stock. Nobody ever suffered. Nobody ever went to jail. Nobody. Well, no, someone did go to jail, really? but it was a very small bank. It must have been a janitor. That, that was prosecuted. Give me a break. God, that was terrible. As if, as if we didn't do this. Well, and, and now they're worried about it. Now we're talking about this tax relief. That's how much the CBO, which is off by logarithmic, always logarithmic proportions, it's going to cost a trillion or what? Seven hundred billion we spent right here. Oh yeah, yeah. just pissed away. Yeah. Or just to, to save from another depression. Mm-hmm. Right. Give me a break. All of a sudden we're worried. Now we're worried about the deficit, right? Well, that's what gets me. I don't know if we're worried about the deficit or not. Well, then we're not. Nobody is. Krugman's not. My whole entire adult life, I'm like, well, is, so give is, this, tax is this deficit a problem or not? Because if it's not. not a problem and you don't give a shit, right. then give me my tax break. Very good. I think uh, James now, Buchanan would love you. If it is, and you got empirical evidence for all of us to show that we need to do something to manage this deficit and get it down, yeah, then, by, then by all means, let's stop the spending. Okay. But I'm sorry. I'm going to tell this? you. You're making sense. Today. I'm going to tell you where some of the cuts got to come from. Somebody hit you in the back of the head or something? No, this is what I've always been, Armand. You just don't hear it. You yeah, but you, I, what, this you is the assume. same guy that said it was all tax cuts for the rich yesterday. No, I didn't. I said my specific bracket. My specific bracket is yeah. one is the one that's slated to go up in terms of paying more, not in terms of a percentage. I thought you preface that by no, saying I it's tax not. cuts for the rich. It is. It is as well. So the rich get tax cuts and the other people get tax cuts. So your bracket goes up. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm asking for proof on that. I'm not debating my. I'm not Before divulging you boil my boil over again. To you. <laughs> but I want to see your 1040. No. 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 You're, you're not going to see it. All right. Well, can I see your cute little butt? Mm, there's a better chance of that. Okay. Uh, Gore Vidal. <laughs> me and Gore. <laughs> You be Masala and I'll be Ben Hur. Oh God! Now you be the Jew, I'll be the Roman. Stop it! Okay. Uh, by the way, right, you need to be worried. watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've seen it because you and Larry David on screen together could be the greatest duo of all time. He's a commie, but he's funny. He's, he's damn funny. funny. Um, so there we have it. Tarp OJ. Yeah, troubled asset Oof. relief program. A lot of history made on October third. Uh, some of it good, a lot of it not good. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go with I'll go with uh, Adolfo Luke. Well, the first Latin player first that was Latin some good player. history. Probably changed that history some, more than anything uh, else. I think. Uh, nah, right. German reunification. I German guess. reunification, I think, is uh, having an effect on us that in 1990, yeah. no one could have anticipated. 27 years later, well, what they unified the Muslim world is sundering. Boy, that country. I wouldn't go there. Well, I told you, when we were in uh, Munich in 2006, there were sections of uh, Munich that were uh, Turkey. Might as well. This is that was 2006. That was Turkey. That was before this, this mass exodus. Right. I'll tell you what. Girls in Germany don't wear, don't wear short skirts. That's the answer. Right, Angela? Angela? Well, she won election, so. Yeah, but I don't know about this. Now they got three party. They got yeah, some kind of it's three gonna party. It's going to be a weird coalition. That's like Italy. Yeah, good. Oh, shit. And you know my thoughts on coalition governments. Well, if they don't do anything, they're good. But all right, who died on yeah. October third? Armand, I start in twelve twenty six. Oh yeah, Francis of Assisi. Francis of Assisi, the As Italian by friar and saint. Seen the movie? Ah, uh, who played him in the movie? Well, I'll give you a hint. Uh, McKay, can I make a statement? Your mouthwash ain't making it. 
Bradford Dillman. Bradford. He was Captain D- Captain McKay, remember? That was from The Enforcer. Oh, yeah. Your mouthwash ain't making yeah, it. Yeah, that is. Yeah, oh, Bradford wow, Dillman. how about that? When he was handsome. Then he was old and uh, this, I got liked kicked to, around by Dirty Harry. I would have liked to met this guy. This guy seems like a really... Who, Bradford Dillman? No, Francis oh. of Assisi. This guy seems like a really peaceful guy. Well, he started the uh, Franciscans, I guess. Yeah. He started. was the first guy to get the stigmata, though. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah I've a, heard about that miracle of the stigmata, and yeah. I, I, I don't discount... Bad movie. Lousy I know, movie. I know. But I don't discount what people experience. One of my teachers at UCLA but I would, was the guy that wrote the original screenplay. Said oh, yeah? the movie they made was nothing, nothing like the script. Like, yeah. I do want to know, like, I get a pain in the center of my hand. That's it. And um, You're Jesus. There it is. Not, which, which hand is it? This one. Oh, right the right hand. If it was the left, you'd but be I know, Judas. I know what it's from. Carpal tunnel. No, because in in uh, first grade I was stabbed in the hand Uh-oh. with a pencil by Eric Detmer, oh. and they had Curse to. Him. They had to, and when they pull it out, the the whole tip of the pencil broke off, and they had to take me to the hospital. And oh, you can show you Eric. Can still, kind of see the tiny mark, but I had a pencil as a first grader, and it didn't go through my hand, but oh. it was sticking clean out of my hand. Well, like that. When we were in And a, occasionally for some reason, Armand, suddenly the middle of my hand will start hurting. Yeah. Well and it, but it's not a stigmata. It's, I, it's I Eric can, Detmer. I can top That's that. what it is. When we were in podiatry school, somebody drove a K wire, which is, you know, put oh, bones no. and the guy was holding the guy's foot that oh, served him no. drove it right through the foot and through the guy's hand. So he had his hand K wired to the guy's foot. That's that uh, had to be beyond painful. It's kind of painful, yeah. And we and he also broke sterile technique. Jesus. Yes, he did. I think uh, I think uh, our friend um, mm. Greenbaum, Cliff, Cliff will remember that. 1838, Black Hawk, the great American tribal Black Hawk leader. Down. He went down, didn't he? Uh, no, but he was a Black Hawk. They hanged Hawk. him, didn't he? I used to read a book about no, Black Hawk. No, not Black Hawk. The other guy, the guy that's coming up, the guy that was uh, the Modoc War. Oh, yeah. Got hanged. Yeah, I thought he But Black Hawk, the American tribal leader, died in 1838. What president fought in that war? I thought this was Andrew Jackson. Lincoln. Oh, he did fight in the Black Hawk Wars. Yeah. Yeah, Northern Illinois, Wisconsin. Abraham uh, Lincoln, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there was a good biography for kids that uh, my school library had, and I would always read the Black Hawk book once a year, and the Chicago Black Hawks. Did you read uh, Courtship of Miles Standish? He died uh, 1656. Yeah, I, you know what? I liked him, man. He was Man, he was brutal. He invited some Indian Native Americans for a powwow or whatever to discuss peace. Yeah. Took the knife right out of the guy's scabbard or whatever and cut his throat with it. <laughs> he he was he believed in preemptory strikes. Yeah, he was ruthless, that guy. No wonder Priscilla Alden didn't marry him. Speak for yourself, John. Have you read the poem by Longfellow? Oh, yeah. Courtship of Miles Standish. Yeah. He, he courted women like I do. Often and unsuccessfully? Yeah, right. Okay. Wait, coffee dates sure. he went on. Uh, eight, 1986, uh, the brother of Joe DiMaggio and a damn and good baseball player. Uh, the DiMaggio uh, three brothers, not triplets, of course, but uh, Vince DiMaggio passed away, the longtime Boston uh, Red Sox player and friend of Ted Williams and uh, Johnny Pesky and oh, Johnny the, Pesky, the Red yeah. Sox from that era. Yeah, Dom uh, Dominic DiMaggio, his brother as well. Uh, but Vince DiMaggio, what a great... Uh, I've got some interesting one. A good player, man. 1929, Gene, Eng- Gene Eagles. Which Gene was, Eagles? Yeah, uh, silent movie star. Listen, that's how she described herself. 
I'm the greatest actress in the world, the greatest and the greatest failure, and nobody gives a damn. She was supposedly a pretty good actress on stage. Then she did. Uh, she went to Hollywood, uh, developed an aptitude for heroin oh. uh, and uh, and booze and chloral hydrate, which is what you give the kitties to knock them out, yeah. so mommy and daddy can have can, fun. Right. Uh, which is also in Mickey Finn. Put a few drops. Yeah, that's right. a Mickey. That's Mickey a Mickey. Finn. Yeah, okay. a few uh, drops of chloral Where's hydrate. Where's the Finn come from? Uh, I'm not sure where they gets that name. Uh, what does that mean? I understand I slip to... him a Mickey, but then yeah. a Mickey Finn. Remember the three stooges? Is it Mickey and yeah. Mi- the Mickey will finish you, so it's a Mickey Finn? No, no, Finn? F-I-N-N. You know. Oh, two N's. Two N's, yeah. Okay. Remember uh-huh. Mo was mixing? It was Icky May. Remember that? Icky May. So anyway, Mickey Finn, and uh, she she overdosed. But here's the, here's the interesting trivia question. First woman, or first a- anybody, first actor to be nominated for an Academy Award posthumously because she died young, 1929. Oh, wow. wow. And uh, the year Mary Pickford won, but she was nominated for The Letter, which the more famous one was with Betty Davis. The Letter. Remember where Gail Sondergaard stabbed her to death? Is this The Scarlet no, Letter? The or Letter. The Letter. Yeah. Betty Davis was a no good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she got her just desserts. Anyway, Jean Eng- Jean Eagles, kind of a tragedy there. Uh, oh, and and she was uh, Arthur Fiedler's love, my favorite conductor. One of them. Oh, the Boston Pops. Oh. Arthur Fiedler. That oh, Arthur. She had Fiedler. a taste for the arts then. Yeah, okay. Arthur Banger. But uh, you know, he conducted her into the. Yeah, he used his baton on her. Bedroom. <laughs> The man of a thousand double entendres, yes. Armand Kachigian, ladies and gentlemen. 1998, Roddy McDowell. Did a little valve work on her trombone. <laughs> God. Any, any other? He got in the orchestra pit with her. Any, any, would you like more? Mm. He did some fine fingering on her uh, bridge. I heard he was really impressive in the second movement. Yeah, sloppy <laughs> second. Uh, 1998, Roddy McDowell, uh, the English-American actor. We talked how green was my valley. Master McDowell. Yeah, that was probably Master his, McDowell. His most famous role where he played. Uh, Is it? Yeah, I think. Better what than. Legend of Hell House? No. That was pretty good, actually. Well, what other? I can't think of that. Uh, he was good in Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. Well, there you go. Uh, let's see. What, other, what, yeah, what other movies did he make that were? He was in some of those, uh, you know, those big time nineteen uh, seventies um, disaster movies. Absolutely, but I don't think he's ever better. I mean, he was a better uh, child actor. I miss those disaster movies. Now we just have real life disasters. Uh oh. Oh, those were fun though. Towering Inferno. Come on, you got to admit that was yeah. a fun watch. Poseidon. Once they got the credits, where the, where the ship goes upside down, yeah. giant air bubble. Jaws, Jaws three. No, not so much. <laughs> Not so much. Airport. Uh, which one was the Concord? 78? Well, you got Airport. You got Airport uh, 75. You got Airport. One of them was the Concord. You got Concord, I think. Seven, How about Concord, the Swarm? Seven, oh, the Swarm. That's a great one. Let me tell you about the Swarm. <laughs> the Swarm was awesome because if, I, if I'm thinking of the right ending here, they get all the bees onto a Volkswagen Beetle, they drive it into the Superdome, and they turn the air on as cold as it'll go to freeze all the bees. Is that what they did? Is that it? I don't know. Or do I have the wrong movie? And if that, if, if that, if I've got the wrong movie, which movie am I thinking about? Well, I mean, I, the the one I think of freezing was the one with Steve McQueen, the Blob. Remember, they got into an ice uh, rink. They froze the Blob. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm swear to God, Armand, they got they like basted. Uh, 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 I thought they set fire to him. 
Well, I'm sure they did in one of the Bees Attacks movies, but... Well, how they, many did they make? I'm thinking oh, of, I think a couple. They had all those has-beens with Fred McMurray. Oh, was totally. Yeah. Like Olivia Havlin. It, it was great. I mean, these movies were basically made for union insurance purposes. Who you was know the guy? I mean. Who was the guy that did all those? Uh, uh, it's close to Roger Irwin Corman. Allen? Was it Irwin <laughs> Allen? Yeah, well, Roger Corman. Roger Corman's films were better. Uh, no, they literally, they, they they got all the bees onto a, Listen to this cast. a car. Michael Caine, Livia yes. de Havilland, Richard yes. Chamberlain. This is huge. Richard Widmark. This is huge. Henry Fonda. My Catherine God. R- I know Fred McMurray. It was Patty Duke. Okay. Jesus Christ. And how does it end? Did they give a plot synopsis? Well, yeah. We want to give it away? I'm still yes. looking at this cast. Bradford Dillman. St. Francis of Assisi. Yes. How does ben it? Johnson. See? Jose Ferrer. It all comes together. Slim Cyrano Pic- de Bergerac Slim was in Pickens. it. Major Kong. We got get this on Fred McMurray. Get this on Plex immediately. God, how could they? How could they screw it up? Cameron Mitchell, Lee I, Grant. I got to see another this. Academy Award winner. Alejandro Ray. Man, oh man, oh man. Okay, how did they kill the bees? Yeah, and it got didn't get a real good rating. That's IMDb. Uh, anyway, it, it was. I think it was Irwin Allen though. I mean, it was one of his. Yeah, how did they kill the bees? I distinctly remember a movie. They drove a car into the Superdome. And then turn the air on full blast to get Damn. it as cold as possible. And the bees just wow. died. Sterling Siliphant wrote the, Irwin Allen directed it. Sterling Siliphant wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that won the Academy Award for uh, In the Heat of the Night. Boy, they must have just been giving out money. God, man, they spent their money on Okay, here we go. The Wikipedia will give us the end. They always ruin it for you. Uh, the Swarm. Let's see. Uh, the b- 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 Plot. Well, that's being charitable. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it that. All right. Uh, <laughs> and finally, Janet Jesus, Lee. A long plot. Janet Lee passed away yeah, on this like day in too. 2004. Discovered by um, Norma Shearer, my favorite yeah, actor. Yeah. All right, here we go. Washington orders that operations to stop the bees be placed under military control. And Slater takes charge. He orders the evacuated city of Houston to yes. be deliberately torched yes. by soldiers with flamethrowers. I do remember hoping this. Hoping the conflagration will destroy the swarm. Da, 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 da. The, the bees break into the headquarters building, so Slater and Baker use a flamethrower yes. to allow Crane and Helen to escape, but at the cost of their own lives, of course. Yeah. Helicopters successfully manage to lure the bees out to sea, yes. placing floating buoys with speakers, emitting the sound. Oh, that's right. The sound did it. Uh, sound emitting uh, with speakers emitting the sound crane discovered into an area of water doused with oil. When the swarm arrives, the oil is set ablaze by missiles fired from the nearby coast, destroying all of the bees. This is awesome. So they lure them there with this sound and whatever yes. it was. And we got to find the one for the Superdome. Yeah, F sharp or whatever. Actually, I think the movie might have been just called Superdome now that I think about it. And what did they do with the Superdome? Well, they used it to freeze the bees. Wow, another one? Okay. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. they they. Do you remember another one where I think it was called King Cobra where a guy turns into a snake? No, but it sounds – that but sounds it used to be the, Yeah, they used to kind of be the 1230 movie on your oh, local okay. – I like stuff. I like, you know, I like schlocky shit it was like fun. that. yes. All right. Janet Lee's real name was Jeanette Morrison. Yeah. Yeah, it's, which is a nice, pretty name, but uh, – I liked her in Touch of Evil. Remember, she oh, was that's Charles a good Heston's movie. God, that's wife. A good movie. She did that with a broken arm, by the way. No There's a lot of shots. You can tell she's got a cast on or whatever. Oh. Uh, but that's why she always got a coat draped over her shoulders. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's some. Yeah, they did some uh, tricky filming and editing to get. But but Akim Tamidov, remember, he was. Uh, remember that Orson Welles choked him to death. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes. He's Armenian. Akim, oh. Akim Tamidov. Okay. 
Yeah, he was Boris Badenov. That was based uh, on him, yeah, basically. Yeah, That's yeah. him. Yeah, Orson Boy. He plumped up for that role. Yeah. In fact, well, he put he had probably that, willfully. Well, uh, some of that was prosthetic. Okay. He wasn't quite that fat, and then he did all his own makeup and everything. It was funny because you know he made himself look like twenty years older and like oh. one hundred fifty pounds fatter, and everything yes. looks terrible. So he goes to a party that night, still in costume, and the first <laughs> thing, Orson, you look beautiful. Which made him laugh. He had his putty nose and everything on, you know. That's great. Yeah. His jowls. Oh, God, the fun that guy must have had. Oh, yeah. Well, Rita Hayworth, I'd have no, a lot no of kidding. fun. No kidding. You got the lady from Shanghai. Yeah, he, he's the one that turned her into that blonde. She didn't even look. Man, she looked good. She, yeah, she got right. Alzheimer's. Well, October 3rd is in the books. Armand has been a fun one. I guess. No, it, it has. Uh, you can say it's okay. Good luck in, are off. I'm good not lu- saying anything. Good luck in your dating life. Yeah, I got... Okay. Yeah, I'll let you know, everybody. Yeah, all you ladies out there, you can look for Armand Kachigian on uh, Bumble. and uh, <laughs> Tinder. Yeah, Tinder. Swipe uh, in the appropriate direction that you feel. I'll, I'll leave it up to the ladies, Armand. That'll, that'll do it for today. Uh, thanks to our producers, Andrew Allen and show writer Corey Smith. And, of course, to you for tuning in. Don't forget, when October the 4th rolls around, we will be right here to tell you about it at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 